Welcome back, ladies and germs, to Reddit Readings, a podcast so good it even made it onto the FBI's most wanted list. And today we have episode number 90 for your enjoyment, and we are back into the subreddit Today I Fucked Up, which surprisingly isn't 50% me. Make sure you join the Discord, make sure you're following along, and we will get going right after this quick word from our sponsor. Do you find yourself looking at all the bourbon on the store shelves and don't know where to start? What the difference is? Do you enjoy bourbon? Want to know more about the science, history, and the stories behind the label? Did you know that bourbon is a distinctive product of the United States? It can't be produced anywhere else in the world. And no, not all bourbon has to be made in Kentucky. I learned this listening to Bourbon Pursuit. If you think you like bourbon, get ready to love bourbon. Bourbon Pursuit is the official podcast of bourbon, the best source for all bourbon news, reviews, and interviews of people making the bourbon whiskey industry happen. Three new episodes every week. Learn the next bourbon trends, great bottles, the personalities behind your favorite brands, and get the juicy scoop on all things whiskey. Past guests have included CEOs, master distillers, and brand ambassadors from every major distillery, authors, bloggers, industry influencers, retailers, celebrities, and unique consumers who hunt down rare bourbons. Take your knowledge from being a bourbon novice to a bourbon baron. Wherever the good stuff is poured, Bourbon Pursuit is just a play button away. Join your hosts, Kenny Coleman, Ryan Cecil, and Fred Minnick on an epic bourbon adventure. Subscribe and follow Bourbon Pursuit wherever you get your podcasts. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Posted by Miss Amiss. Dear Reddit, today I fucked up by falling into the manhole on a first date. So I was on a date with this guy I just met a few months ago on a seminar. We were texting frequently. I didn't like him much at first. I just wasn't in the mood for getting to know someone. But the more we've talked, the more I was interested because he's really smart, polite and gentle. Finally, we decided we should go on a date we met during a daytime went bowling and had lunch together it was really nice the talk was good we laughed a lot and i enjoyed every minute of that four to five hour date did you ever feel nervous when the first day is about to end you just don't know how to say goodbye to them because you don't know if it's too soon for a kiss or should you hug Or just wave to each other and go separate ways. 
Well, I was nervous and overthinking, and in those moments, while we were walking through the square, I wasn't paying attention to anyone or anything. When we got to the point when we say goodbye, he was talking about how he enjoyed the date and he's looking forward to seeing me again. I was so focused on him that I didn't notice there was an uncovered manhole near us. I really hope he didn't notice it either. So we were just passing by the manhole when he stopped and said, "Okay, I need to go this way." Blah 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 blah. Now the manhole was right behind me, a step away, and I'm telling him, "Oh, okay, I'm going this way," pointing my thumb behind me. And just as I've said, "See you soon," while still looking at him, I've made a step back and just completely disappeared in front of his eyes in a fucking manhole. There I was, in a vault, wishing he didn't see what had happened. But as I look up, I see his face, and he's asking me if I was okay. Got a few scratches, covered in mud. The vault was not that deep. There were pipes in it, and a lot of rotting leaves and mud. But at that point, I just wished the ground would have opened up and swallowed me because I was so embarrassed. He helped me get out of there. I thanked him and went home. I'm sure he'll ask me out again, because we did enjoy the date. But I sure did feel awkward. TLDR: Instead of getting a kiss at the end of the date, I fell into a manhole. Just, just think of it this way, right? At least you made an impression. This is not a date he's going to forget any time soon. Okay, cool. What have we got next? From Eleanor, dear Reddit, today I fucked up by being a woman. For some background before we get into the nitty gritty of it, I'd like to disclose some info. I, 21 female, work at a research institute. Our institute, for whatever reason, the design of most rooms is very open, concepts, organic, and uses white as the primary coloring for tables and furniture. There's a lot of glass walls, and almost all the offices are glass floor to ceiling, with an option to use curtains for privacy from the hallways. I assume this design choice, as well as the interior decorating decisions, were made to reflect a sense of cleanliness and precision, very in line with science and research. My issue is that I happened to be on my period today, and while that is not normally an issue besides the pain and symptoms from the endometriosis, today was something unique. I had a lengthy meeting with a coworker that I was collaborating with on an experiment, and we settled into an open area in one of the cafe-esque areas of our facility with couches and an espresso machine. Now I know we would be having this meeting, and I changed into a new menstrual pad beforehand to prevent having to get up and excuse myself mid-meeting. About 45 minutes after sitting down, we were both done for the day and rose to leave the area and return to our respective laboratories. However, when I stood, I noticed something in the corner of my vision. Somehow, my flow managed to pierce through my pad, underwear, and jeans onto the white, porous leather couch I was sitting on. A series of large, streaked, reddish-brown stains were slathered across where I had been sitting. 
while it was fairly localized, at the time I had adjusted in my seat. Something I do often. I'm a pretty fidgety gal. It seems that I was further smearing around my own period product onto the couch. My co-worker saw it as well, and it didn't quite click with him what it was. He asked if I'd sat in something, to which I said no. He seemingly realized after a moment of staring and mentioned that he had to return to his lab. I, however, stayed behind. I tried to clean the mess with a wet paper towel from the neighboring bathroom to no avail. Then had to put in a request to our environmental health and safety team, as blood is a biohazard and it is in the open. I had to inform them of the incident so a trained professional could remove it ASAP or remove the couch. When I put in a request in our online portal, still standing around with a bloody ass, trying to hide it by leaning against the corner of the room, supporting myself on my shoulders, almost bending to avoid smearing my ass on the wall, a biosafety officer called almost immediately. We have about two or three biosafety officers available around the clock in case of lab emergencies. In the online forms we have, there are vague questions about any spills of chemical or biohazardous origins, and we submit our cell phone number to be contacted by a safety officer to be given instructions on what to do until the appropriate professional can arrive. I had called them once before, months ago, when someone had spilled trizol in our lab. The man who called me in regard to the online report I had submitted asked me where there was a blood spill, how much, etc., etc., and was inquisitive as to why this spill was not in a location where blood is stored, experimented on, observed, or transported through, and began to explain to me the importance of keeping blood samples in designated rooms to adhere to safety guidelines. I then had to explain to this man that it was my blood, to which he asked a bit more frantically if I was still injured, and if he should contact security and an ambulance. Security is trained in basic first aid and keeps injured individuals company until the ambulance arrives. I then had to inform him that I was fine and explain that it was period blood. After a few extra painfully long seconds of silence, he replied, Ah, I see. We'll uh, have someone to clean that up soon. I exchanged more info about the lab I'm from and the exact couch location before ending the phone call. I immediately went to the coats room, got my things, and went home, ignoring the fact that I was getting blood on the inside of my long jacket. Update! My co-worker saw this post and talked to me about it at work today. Fuck my life. As a gentleman of the male persuasion, I am going to do the smart thing and swiftly move on. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. From France B. Dear Reddit, Today I fucked up by going out with a girl and running into my ex. 
Obligatory, this happened yesterday. This is going to be a long one, but the cringe is worth the read, I promise. So my ex broke up with me in December. It was pretty rough, and things are pretty horrible between us. Basically, she thought I was cheating on her, and that drove her to a breaking point, and one night she went out drinking and broke up with me via text on her way back from the bar. I didn't cheat, by the way, if you just wanted to know. So me, being pretty terrible with dating, finally got lucky on Tinder and met up with this girl I used to know from high school. I'm 21, she's 19. And everything went pretty okay. That was on the 25th of December. We kept in touch, but couldn't see each other because I was away for the first two weeks of January. So, yeah, I couldn't wait to be able to see her again after, like, three weeks. We did so yesterday, and here comes the fuck-up. We went out to the central plaza of our town. It's a pretty small one, everyone knows each other, and there's only two plazas and not a single shopping mall or even a fucking cinema. We chatted a while about manga and nerd stuff, and it went pretty cool. Cue, five o'clock. She has to leave to go exercise. She's in a group of four people that go to a public sports centre to work out. So I think, yeah, I haven't gone to the gym in a while, and I'd get to spend more time with her, so why not join her? So I asked if it was cool, and she told the group, and the guy in charge also said it was cool. So, great. We start going to the sports centre, and in the way there, I ask her who else is in the group. Now... I know how stupid I'm going to look, but give me a pass. It was hot, and I had the hots for this chick. I wasn't thinking clearly. She tells me the name of the guys, and when she tells me the name of the girl that was in the group, yeah, my ex's name. Let's call her Annie. I think to myself, there is no way it's the same Annie as my ex. So I ask her Annie's last name. She says she doesn't know. So I ask her to describe her, and yeah, she describes my ex pretty accurately. But I'm still thinking that there is no way it's the same Annie. So I went with her nonetheless. We arrive early, we talk for a bit while waiting for the group. We're talking about how next time we're totally going to make out in my room. Things are looking pretty good. Then the rest of the group arrives... I take a good look at them, and yeah, it's fucking Annie. She sees me from a distance and starts to walk away slowly. Me and the girl I was seeing exchanged this, damn, we fucked up, look, and she goes after her. I actually knew one of the guys in the group, so I greet him and explain how I was thinking of joining them, but how that clearly wasn't going to be possible. He agrees with me, and I kid you not, I told him that I left the oven on and made my way out of the sports centre. The worst part is that after all of this awful shit, the girl I was seeing texts me telling me that the situation is too awkward and that Annie was crying. And that she told her I cheated on her! Fuck! So I try to explain, no, I didn't cheat, and that things are pretty complicated between Annie and I. I don't know if she believed me, but anyways, she told me that things just got too awkward and we shouldn't keep talking. So yeah, that's my fuck-up. It went from future make-out sessions to awkwardness in a blink of an eye.
Wow, we're getting all of the dating stories today. The good, the bad. Let's hope the next one isn't the ugly. From Monkey Man 5. Today I fucked up by getting a friend hired at my workplace. Someone learn from my mistake. Think it over again and again before recommending a friend to work where you do. A friend of mine was broken looking for work. We were hiring, so I passed along the resume and they hired the so-called friend. The person allegedly used a fake COVID vaccine card. I was pissed off when I heard about this because I don't think that's right. It's fine if you don't want to get vaccinated, but to lie and use a fake vaccine card is just dirty. That was the red flag. Then they didn't show up their first week. Since we know each other, they think they can talk down to me and think that they know more than me and dismiss my advice for work-related tasks. I don't claim to know everything, but I know if I was working with someone I didn't know, there would be that stranger level of respect, where they would at least act like they had some kind of respect. The friend, just showing how ungrateful they are, just walks around as if they are God. Now, I have to work with someone who is insecure and tries to show dominance. Little things like putting their feet up on the desk like they own the place and acting like a horny teenager when they see a woman's shadow. Just so unprofessional and disgusting. Anytime I call out things the friend does wrong, I'm met with a hostile response. I'm really embarrassed. If I had known what an asshole they turned out to be, I would not have recommended them. I gave them the benefit of the doubt since I've known them for some time. Now I realize that, maybe I don't even consider them a friend. The level of disrespect is just out there. I've been training them and passing along helpful knowledge only to be told the advice is bad. At this point, I don't even consider this person a friend anymore, and I'm hoping they quit soon, and I'm looking for another job. Definitely a big learning moment. What the hell is a COVID vaccine card? Isn't that part of your medical records? What country is this where your employer can ask for your medical records? That's insane! Honestly, if an employer ever asked me for my medical records, I would add loads of hilariously fake stuff. Hey, maybe this is why I'm unemployed. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Posted by Mika Aka Gaspo. Today I fucked up by apologizing for cheating on my girlfriend on Valentine's Day. No, 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 no. Hold the fuck up. No, you fucked up by cheating. <laughs> Where's the logic in this? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm sure the story explains. Let's go. A little long, but here goes. Massive fuck up from my end. This morning, I, 23 male, woke up early, as organized as ever. I had my perfect plan for the day. Walk over to my local trusted florist, about 7.30am. Get a huge bouquet of roses for my girlfriend. Let's call her M, 21 female. Get to the station for my business trip to another city and return tonight in time for our dinner. I am normally a meticulous person, but for some reason this morning distraction took over and halfway to the florist, I was walking as it was a short distance from my house, I realized I'd left my wallet at home. 
No problem, I thought. I've known these guys since I was a kid. They'll let me pay later or tomorrow, right? Well, lo and behold, for some baffling reason, they were closed on Valentine's Day. Already tight on time, I ran a short distance further to another florist who wouldn't let me come back and pay later. Defeated, I walked back home when I passed a building which I shit you not had a massive rose bouquet resting on the gate. I thought once, twice, three times, then just took it since it looked pretty abandoned and nobody was around. I've had a lot of unique things happen to me over the course of my life which could have easily solved a lot of problems and I've stupidly ignored them due to morals or other reasons. So I wasn't gonna pass on this divine rescue. I went to my girlfriend's house, dropped them on her front door and left, happy that she'd be happy. Well, that feeling was to be short-lived when 30 minutes later I looked down at my phone to be greeted by six missed calls. I have DND mode. And 41 WhatsApp notifications with a barrage of insults and heartbreak. Well, it turns out the flowers had a note attached, which I totally did not see. And I did take a good look at the flowers. Said note was addressed to a certain V by her boyfriend. You guessed it, with a name that starts with my same initial. And this motherfucker signed off with just the initial, who profusely apologized for cheating, saying he didn't know what got into him, saying he only loved her, etc., to not break up, etc., the usual. So not only did my girlfriend find herself with a cheating boyfriend on Valentine's Day, but she also got a note hand-delivered by me, in which she is called by another name. So now, she must think that she's the side piece and that I'm enough of a dumbass to have mixed the two of them up and send her the flowers, while in reality, they were for this V who I was supposedly cheating on with my girlfriend. The one time I took an opportunity. Well, fuck me. Dinner will be interesting tonight. Well, I guess that one will teach me to shut my mouth until I've read the story. Will I go back and delete that comment or not? You know what? Screw it. It's staying there. You guys can enjoy it and laugh at how much of a dumbass I am as well. Thank you very much for listening this week. Don't forget, go and jump on the Discord and you will hear me, my beautiful, beautiful listeners, next week. See you soon. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookyScienceSisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, 
disturbed, terror takes center stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.